Hey there, so I have this word today. Jesus wants you to know that you are invited into the kingdom. You are invited to have eternal life with him. But you got to make a choice. God has been revealed to you. He tells us, tells us that in Romans 1. And he wants to be appreciated. All he did for you, look around. He wants you to appreciate him. Did you ever give and give and give to someone and they forgot to even say thank you? They forgot. We're not important to God. He gave and gave and gave to us. And now he's asking us to give to him, to be a part of his life. He's coming. And it's not his will that even one should perish. Not one. And so he's asking you to be a part of his life and to go tell. To separate from the evil. To tell people the truth. That Jesus is coming and there's going to be a day of judgment. And that we got to choose between good and evil, right and wrong. I was watching this little baby on Facebook the other day, and he was throwing a ball around and swearing in anger at the ball, in anger, and the dad was laughing. That disgusts me. And God, that disturbs him. The way the children are being brought up, evil is growing. That poor baby doesn't even have a chance. If that's funny, if that's funny to that parent, that is evil. God was talking to me and about Romans 1, and I was reading this in the in the, in the voice translation. I want to just read some of this to you. Um, Paul was writing this and starting in verse 18, for the wrath of God is breaking through from heaven, opposing all manifestations of ungodliness and wickedness by the people who do wrong to keep God's truth in check. These people are not ignorant about what can be these people are not ignorant about what can be known of God because he has shown it to them with great clarity. From the beginning, creation in its magnificence enlightens us to his nature. Creation itself makes his underlying power and divine identity clear, even though they are invisible and avoids excuses and ignorant claims of these people because despite the fact that they knew the one true God, they failed to show love and honor and appreciation to to the one who created them. Do we appreciate him? I feel like he's telling me we don't. He did all this for us. And, and we're, we're just about ourselves. We do things for ourselves. We know he's coming and we think we're ready. Yet we're not involved in his life. We're, not, we're nowhere near ready to move in with him. We're robbing him. 
of his children's salvation. If you call yourself a Christian and you're not involved in God's life, you're not going around doing the work. In fact, you're just going to a dead church that makes you feel good about your son. You're not ready, and you don't care about him, and you don't appreciate him. If you appreciate what he did for him, for, for you, then appreciate, then show that appreciation by doing for him. He's grieving. He's long-suffering because his children are perishing for a lack of knowledge. And do you have knowledge to give them? Are you growing? Are you, are you still a baby Christian? Needed to be pet all the time, letting the enemy control you. God is saying, come out from among them. It's time. He's coming, and it's time for us to do his work. He said, if you love me, you're going to do what I was doing. But yet, you're sitting around saying you're ready, but you're not. We're talking about tithing. Maybe you're not even tithing. He said, if you're not giving into my kingdom, if you're not about my work, you won't give your money, you won't give your offerings, then you're robbing from me and from yourself. Because if you let him bless you, if you are a part of his life, he's going to bless you. He said he's going to open the windows of heaven and pour out so much blessing. There's not going to be room for it. Just think about your rewards in heaven. If you care about what he cares about, you're going to be giving to him. You're going to be giving your talent to him. If you're not giving that talent he gave you to do for that person that needs what you have, you're going to be thrown out into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. We read that. We, we talked about that just yesterday or the day before. We aren't to be sitting around waiting for him to come. We're to do his work. The harvest is ready. Where are the workers? Where are the workers? When we choose kingdoms, we choose good over evil. Things are going to get so bad, Jesus said, that he's going to have to come early because we're not going to be able to tolerate them. And many, because they're not listening and they just are enjoying their sin and thinking it's okay and God loves everyone, he loves you, but not everyone gets to live with him forever. You make your choice now. You're invited and you're choosing. He's not denying you. You're denying him. You have to choose. So God gave them over to their lustful hearts. As a result, they violated their bodies, invited shame into their lives. How by choosing foolish lie over God's truth? They gave their lives in devotion to the creature rather than the creator himself. Because despite the fact that they knew the one true God, and backtracking because I missed, they failed to show love, honor, and appreciation due to the one who created them. They claim to be wise, but they, but they have been exposed as fools, frauds, and con artists. You can't fool God. Only a fool would trade the splendor and the beauty of the immoral God to worship images of the common man or woman, bird or reptile, or the next beast that trumps along. So God gave them up just like they wanted to wanted to their lustful hearts. 
desired as a rest, as a result they violated their bodies invited shame in, into their lives how by choosing a foolish lie over god's truth they gave their lives in devotion to the creature rather than the creator himself who is blessed forever and ever that's why god released them to their own vile pursuits and this is what happened they chose sexual counterfeits women had sexual relations with other women and men committed unnatural shameful acts because they burned with lust for other men the sin was rife, and they suffered painful consequences. And, and it goes on, and, and this is a voice um, translation, and it, it's really good. It just makes it really, really clear. It says that they had no mind to recognize God. He turned them loose to follow the unseemly designs of their deprived minds and do things that should not be done. Their days are filled with all sorts of godless, living, wicked Schemes, greed, hatred, endless desire for more murder, violence, deceit, spitefulness. And if that's not enough, they are gossiping, slanderous, God-hating, rude, egotistical, smug people who are always coming up with even more dreadful ways to treat one another. They don't listen to their parents. They lack understanding and character. They're simple-minded and despite the fact that they're fully aware that God's law says this, way of life deserves death, they fail to stop, and worse, they applaud others who are on this destructive path. They are simple-minded, covenant-breaking, heartless, unmerciful. They are not to be trusted. Despite the fact that they are fully aware that God's law says this way of life deserves death, they fail to stop, and worse, they applaud others on this destructive path. we got to get it together. Jesus is saying, if you're calling yourself a Christian, yet you're not about my work, if you're just sitting on the couch waiting for me, then on that day, you're going to wish that he never came. He's going to come like a thief in the night, and you're going to think you had time, or you were good. You, you, did, you did good. You're good. And all of a sudden, you're going to realize your judgment before he even opens his mouth. Not everyone who calls him Lord is going to enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of the Father. And many are going to say, but Lord, I went, to, I went to Sunday school. I went to church. Every Sunday, every Wednesday, I taught Sunday school. He's going to say, but you didn't do what I told you to do. You didn't practice his law. And when you break one law, you break all the law. you got to move all the way into the kingdom, right here and right now. Prepare. Grow up. Be like him. Do his work. Getting out the spots and the wrinkles are getting rid of the sin that the enemy tells you is okay. If you never ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, you want to do that. He said he will if you heed his voice. Revelation 3.20, if you heed his voice, you don't say a prayer and then you just totally ignore him. It's a relationship. He calls us his bride. You got to get ready for the groom. You don't just sit around and say you're ready. He wants you to know you're robbing him. He's given you a talent to go for him to bring salvation to many.
And if you don't do that for him, you're robbing him of his children's rights. Innocent people not knowing the truth because you didn't do your part, you're going to be held accountable. We don't just sit around and wait for Jesus. We got to do his work and we got to hurry up. He's coming. This is a warning. This is a word of warning. Jesus is coming. Ask him if you haven't to come and repent. Ask him to come and live on the inside of you. And then commit to do what he tells you to do. He loves you. He wants to correct you and teach you so that you're ready to live with him. You don't want him to stay away from me. I never knew you. You want him to get in your face now to teach you now before it's too late. Listen, you're invited, but are you going? Are you going? Are you getting ready to move into the kingdom? Are you getting ready to have eternal damnation? Remember the guy we just talked about the other day? He was given a talent and he buried it. What you're doing for God if you're burying it? What happened to him? He was thrown out into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth because he didn't care about what God cared about because he was robbing from God. If you won't do that thing that you were created to do, you're robbing from God. Get on your knees every day. Find out what he's thinking. He's suffering. He's waiting. It's not as will it even you perish. Let's pray. Jesus, we recommit to you. Come, live on the inside of us. We commit to heed your voice, to do your will, to prepare the way for you. Thank you for getting in our face today and showing us the truth. Help us, Lord. Help us to do your will. Thank you for not giving up on us. Thank you for just putting that truth out there, the reality of what's going to happen out there for us so we're not ignorant of your way. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. He's making it real to us now. He's making it real to us now, which is awesome. You don't want to be surprised on that day and hear him say, away from me, I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. You want to know that now. You want to know that right now that you're not practicing his will. You want him to correct you now. You want to live in his kingdom now and prepare now so you can stand confidently before him that day. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope I got through to you. He wants you to be ready. He loves you. 